How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we have two guests, one returning, Russ with Griffin Fitness, and a new guest to the podcast, Dave. So welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So today, we were going to be talking about personal training, maybe becoming a personal trainer or finding clients when not sort of connected to a commercial gym. So let's go ahead and get into it. Dave, since you're new to the podcast, why don't we introduce you to the people that are listening right now? Great. Well, my name is Dave, Dave Meza. Um, live here in Santa Maria, uh, born and raised in the Valley, though my roots, as far as my family, are here in Santa Maria on the Central Coast. Uh, I was born in, in Fresno, basically, that, that area of, of uh, California, and uh, lived there uh, for about 30 years. But wow. Santa Maria was always like home, man, because the family was here and the weather was good. Yeah. So um, I moved here for work for about three years, uh, had to go back for a couple of years, and now we're back. So we are here to stay. So. Awesome. <laughs> and Russ, welcome. Always good to have you on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So personal training, it's one of the things that you and I had sort of discussed off the air, but you had started out in your fitness career, not sort of connected to a commercial gym. Right. And to sort of bring listeners up to speed, when you're with a commercial gym and you sign up, people tend to offer you like a free session with a personal trainer. So it sort of funnels clients to those trainers. Now, since you took a different avenue, how was that road or what was that like for you? It was definitely challenging, but my foundation was built around my family and close friends. They were my first clients. Uh, sometimes I think back of my training back then, um, they were my first guinea pig, so to speak. Um, and, I, and I look back at my training techniques and they've really changed and evolved, but they were my foundation. Uh, I started with uh, training with my mom. Um, a couple family members, and to this day, there are a few that I still train um, from back eight years ago. And uh, so that's where it started. They were my foundation, and they still serve as that um, to this day. They're my support system. They're, uh, they've been there so that I could build my business and my name and reputation through there. So it starts off small. You help uh, a few people uh, gain their fitness success, you start to see them tell other people, and then it starts to you know move up from there. They tell two people, uh, then they come and train with you, and then it starts to a domino in a yeah. positive way. You start to build a business, and it takes time. Uh, it takes a lot of uh, faith because starting off small, you feel like, man, am I really going to be able to do this? Am I going to be successful? I'm coming in for one hour at 5 a.m., and then my next client is at 8 a.m., and I got a lot of downtime in between there. Um, having the faith that it will build and putting such good quality into your training sessions that they're going to tell somebody and they're going to come in and talk to you. And then word of mouth and, and uh, reputation is really the number one way that I grew my business years ago. Yeah. I think that's evolved, uh, especially with social media. That's a, an adver advertising avenue. But just word of, of mouth and reputation um, goes a long way in the, in the business, in the industry. And I think that visually too, when you see somebody like a coworker and it's like, man, you've been slimming down. What's going on here? What have you been doing? And a lot of times it's like, 
yeah, I'm, I'm with a personal trainer. I signed up with somebody. You should check them out as well. So I can definitely see how word of mouth has definitely played a key role. And now not being with a commercial gym, how how did you then train people? Was it at, because I know that some CrossFit boxes, they'll start out training in playgrounds and things like that. It's just an open field or parks even. Uh, what was your sort of uh, early beginnings with that? So I started at a uh, small training studio. Um, it was probably like 1,200 square feet. So there was the owner and then myself. So we were the two trainers there. Um, so we worked in a small facility and again, not like a lot of fancy, uh, you know, equipment, yeah. but just, you know, the basics, the dumbbells, the barbells, the kettlebells, a lot of body weight exercises, and you can get a great workout with just minimal equipment, but, um, you know, putting some thought, some preparation into your workouts, um, giving people, um, the energy that you're trying to, or enthusiasm for fitness and yeah. that's contagious. And when you, um, even though it might not be a lot of, uh, you know, big fancy gym equipment, we'll call them like, you know, that they have at commercial gyms. Yeah. You can get a great workout with just <clears throat> minimal equipment, high energy, positivity. And that's kind of where I started out. So, um, it was a smaller personal training studio and then it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. Eventually you find your your wings and it's time to leave the nest yeah like every like every <clears throat> endeavor but dave how about you i mean when you got started uh was it sort of the same the same path or what was the path that you've been on so far it was similar in different ways as far as that you know i didn't i didn't go right into a corporate gym uh, i was able to work out of garages yeah. uh when i was in the valley i was working full-time so i would just train you know friends here and there always had a passion for it since i was real young so it was nice to to be able to share that with others. But uh, when he started this business well, eight, nine years ago, we were both going through these life changes and he talked about doing something like this. And I thought, man, this is great. You know, yeah. at some point I always wanted to jump on board, uh, just had to get life situated to do that. Yeah. So it, it came and the, the moment was there, either I was going to take it or not. So I was able to jump right into this facility, which was already built up as far as the equipment. And of course he's at it, we've at it. And it was nice to to be able to jump into something as beautiful as this. So yeah. I was very fortunate when it came to where starting out started. <laughs> so. Yeah. And so picking up newer clients and things like that, was it sort of the same? And starting, well, you mentioned friends and family but and word of mouth. But now that you are both in a facility, how does the clientele acquisition sort of change or, as Russ said, evolve? Well, I think for me, we've talked about this several times because just seven, eight years ago, you know, social networking what isn't what it is now. So I'm caught in this in this middle here where kind of old school, new school, social networking. And part of me wants to fight it, but that's that's where it's at, you <laughs> yeah. know, and, and I do enjoy it. It's not that and what comes from it. Um, you know, the referrals, the family members, he's generously, you know, his schedule gets full. Hey, Dave, you got a moment for this one or you got a time slot for this one. So we work in that way. And I've been very thankful and, and fortunate once again to, to have gained clients that way. The referrals are, are where it's at, you know, because the body is the advertisement. Yeah. So whether it's just, uh, you know, just energy that people bring into their offices, you know, you can, it, they're asked, where is this coming from? You know, they see that change. So and everything else kind of trickles down from that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And one of the things I was kind of curious about was how social media plays such a role. But and one of the other things I've noticed, but and again, I don't know how key this is, 
but having maybe an athlete versus a bride or are both equally as sort of clientele generating when you have like that successful athlete who competes on a stage or that bride that's just looking like and feeling like a 10 when it's her wedding day. You know, I think um, as a personal trainer, you kind of have to find your niche, find what you're good at and, and stay in that lane. And sometimes it takes a while to find exactly what you like to do, whether that's group training, um, maybe rehab or work with athletes, young athletes or brides, um, people who are, you know, just had a baby and they want to kind of bounce back and get in shape. Um, there's a different uh, niche. And once you find it, you want to kind of stay in that lane and kind of, you know, become an expert in that. And that's what will draw people to you. Um, so me personally, um, I would say that I, I don't work with a lot of athletes, but from time to time I do, especially younger ones uh, in high school. There's some that come through. Um, but more my niche is more, I would say, um, you know, people between the ages of 20 to 35 trying to, you know, gain a little bit of muscle, uh, gain confidence. Um, it could be for a wedding. It could be for an event or just overall fitness uh, over, um, you know, they want to look and feel good about themselves. So um, both of them, I would say word of mouth are going to get you clients. Yeah. But just in my experience, uh, I work more um, in, you know, I'd say in the 20 to 35 year old range. And I have clients outside of that. Yeah. But that's more the clientele that I see. And then they definitely will tell other people um, word of mouth. And it just spreads kind of like wildfire. If there's something good, people will, will tell other people and refer. So um, I think going just going along with that thought, you have to be uh, somewhat know your limitations and be humble with it and, and know that this is your niche. You know, when you start out, you do want to do a, a variety of things. But you got to be honest to the client, too, that, you know, maybe we're not sports specific. We can get you here. We can get your numbers up. We can help you lose some weight, get your nutrition dialed in. But hey, we might want to refer you to this trainer because he's a little bit more specific in that area. So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's hard sometimes because you do want to help out everyone. That's what this business is about. And, uh, you know, being an athlete, so we want to, you know, share that too. But there's, you know, you got to practice what you preach kind of thing. So my thing is, if I haven't been able to do it or haven't experienced it, it's really hard for me to sit there and teach it to you. So that's kind of where we've had to, to refer others out when it comes yeah. to sports. You just have to be humble and realize, you know what, there's other people that do things a little bit better than me in this specific niche. Maybe I can refer you here um, and this person can take care of you, um, you know, on a certain, you know, whether it's an athlete trying to train for sprinting. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have necessarily the facility or the expertise that somebody else does. And that's what they're good at. Yeah. So just that humility, realize, you know what, someone might do it a little better um, in that specific lane or that specific field. But, um, you know, by all means, I'm not going to turn somebody down too if they absolutely want to uh, train with us. Uh, absolutely. A lot of it too that I like uh, working with Dave is our energy that we bring. And so much of uh, being a personal trainer is just that positive energy, um, encouraging people, being prepared, being here, and they knowing that you're going to uh, get a great workout. We try to have the mindset is, we're going to make this the best hour of your day. When you yeah, come in, definitely. you're going to have a good time, work out hard, and we're going to make it the best hour of your day. That's our goal. And I like that theory. We've kind of, we, uh, was it two, three years ago, we were able to take a seminar in with DBC. DBC is out of Florida, 
they're amazing. They are the next level of where training is going. They train all the stars, you know, LeBron, um, Dwayne Wade. You got to check them out on Instagram because uh-huh. they're legit. But anyways, we went to that seminar, changed the, not necessarily changed the mentality, motivated the mentality because we wanted this niche as far as the energy coming alive. This is the place, you know, you want to be in town uh, to be seen, to just, to just walk out of here floating on clouds. But yeah. those guys motivated both of us i feel like they flipped that switch like it's okay to be happy it's all right to to enjoy what you're doing and and you know it's really gone a long ways for us nice and so when you sort of embark on this endeavor of becoming a personal trainer and not to knock or speak ill of a commercial gym but they have their own from my experience speaking with others they have sort of their own like training and they give you like a rudimentary sort of test and you you get like a quote unquote certification to train people. But what was the path towards that training uh, qualification for the both of you? So for myself, I was able to kind of take my time as far as getting that certificate. Um, I got it before I was actually in the studio. I, I got it a couple of years before. Um, with that though, there's always continuing education they require from you, which is nice. Yeah, because uh, it keeps you on your toes. It keeps your mind fresh. You're able to bring something new uh, to the table. And, you know, like we've talked about, we have the niche, you know, the fundamentals, but that's evolving. You, you got to evolve. Otherwise, you're just going to get stagnant. So with the training, with the clients, you got to keep it moving. And so, I mean, even daily, you know, I watch a clip on YouTube of certain ones, how to cue something, you know, how the form just to keep my mind in check that yeah. day. Yeah, the, the certification is definitely like the starting point, the continual education and keeping yourself up to date on science, what the latest information is saying, whether that's about nutrition um, or different supplements, things like that. We, we want to stay up to date and stay current so we could provide our customers, our clients with the most current information and that's scientifically based. Um that's so important is to stay um, engaged uh, or continually educate yourself. Yeah. And I like to gravitate towards nutrition. I like new stuff on that. And then even motivational um, speakers. I listen to motivational speakers um, on a daily basis so that I can kind of take little tidbits and you know throw it to my clients as they're working out. Um, so that they can hear some something that might resonate with them during their workout or maybe after their workout to make a good choice, you know, food wise or make a good choice over the weekend, you know, get, go out there and do something active. Um, go out there and make sure that you're, you're meal prepping for the week, do something positive. And if I can throw those motivational things their way, sometimes that goes a long way. Um, we also like to put little quotes on the, uh, on the board or on the mirror so they can look <laughs> at it and, um, and see if they can, you know, read it, and it makes sense to them. And uh, each week we try to change it up, keep it fresh, um, something that's motivating. And I like that. It, it's definitely something that's a lot different because on social media, I, I'll bring that up because what you said about leaving positive quotes, I have seen, So, you know, maybe there are some gyms out there, they, they lean more towards the old school. You're not a pretty little snowflake, things like that written on the wall. <laughs> and I mean, Maybe that motivates some people, but I, I definitely like the approach that you guys are taking with more of a, a positive side and having somebody leaving here uh, feeling good because yeah. 
not every time do you come into the gym and feel like 100% like I'm going to dominate the day. Sometimes emotional stresses or you, you lapsed on your on your dieting and things like that. And it's good to be yeah. able to go to a place maybe with a trainer and have that positive that positivity to, to, to bring you up. Sure. One, one of the quotes that I wrote uh, this <laughs> week was um, measure your success by reducing how often you get off track and then how quickly you get back on track. So encouraging people, it's not about perfection. Nobody's going to go through you know, your n- nutrition and be 100% on point or go through every workout and kill it. But reduce the amount of times you get off track. And then if you do get off track, get back on quicker. And that's how we measure success. And just little things and reminders like that helps to make uh, build you up and feel positive because there's plenty of, uh, you know, things out in the world that are beating us up. When we come in here, we want someone to feel positive, feel good about um, the interaction, feel good about the workout, and then just kind of get a good start to their day or a good finish to their day, whatever it is, depending on their schedule. Yeah, I like that. I like that thought too, because, you know, clients are busy. They don't have time to keep track of certain things, but we're always encouraging, you know, keep track in your calendar. You know, how many times did you work out this month? I remember for myself about 10 years ago, I'd put an X in my calendar every time I worked out. I'm like, oh, yes, I did 21 times out of 30 days, you know. And yeah. So we encourage that same thing because you look back on the month, you're like, yeah, I, I did it, even though I had some bad days in there. And then I know we keep we try to keep really good records on, on people's, you know, where, where they are at as far as their numbers, uh, how many times they've came in that month, you know, just a visual so they know that they are headed in the right direction. It goes, once again, it goes a long way, so they see it their mind you know because out there you're getting beat up man whether it's yeah. at work or wherever you're at i mean you're talking about the the gyms i was thinking the other day you know just on the treadmills you're looking at the news and we've got all these things going on but the news isn't the most positive thing in the world yeah. you've got 10 screens of what's going on you're like yeah this is kind of depressing you know so you <laughs> throw those headphones in and watch a motivational video you know so yeah. it's just a, it's a mindset i like that so where can we find you dave since you're near to the podcast and everything, we yeah. know Russ at Gruff, Griffin. Sorry, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. It's all good, man. <laughs> at Griffin Fitness underscore SM yes. on Instagram. Yes. And Dave, where can, where can the people find you? So it's at DMeza Training on Instagram right now. Um, I put a lot of my content on there. I do a lot of the IG the, the stories. Yeah. And then, of course, on the big events, we, we post it on the, on the Griffin site, on the Griffin Facebook or the Griffin IG. But I'm really going to try this year. I'm going to really try to get out there a little bit more. I, you know, we have such a nice community here. It's nice to talk to ones you know, that are out and about, whether it's out here at Lassen store or, you know, and yeah. just invite people to come in so they know your face, they're comfortable with you. Um, so that's where the IG is going as far as the stories. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've been more about stories lately. I've yeah. seldom have I posted. I'll look at a post and it's like, wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But my stories like are constant maybe it's because they implemented some cooler filters and gifts yeah but. <laughs> you know i'm gonna give a little plug for dave he's a humble guy <laughs> and, and he won't do that <laughs> for himself but uh you know dave is a, as a great trainer he comes in every day uh punctual he comes in prepared uh, for his clients and then he comes with uh, positive energy He's going to bring that every day. And that's what I really enjoy uh, working side by side with him uh, on that. Also, um, his look is his business card. Um, Over the last, I don't know, 
the last six months, year, year, you've really, uh, you know, take it to the next level on his own fitness, yeah. which is even just kind of drawn more clients his ways. Like, Hey, I see a transformation even in yourself to a, a, you know, another level of fitness. And so I've seen that. So if he's, uh, you know, he's preaching it, but he's also doing it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's really important when you're looking for a trainer is make sure that they look the part. Oh, and yeah. and that's part of you know the industry uh, is you want to make sure that your trainer you look in better you know they look in better shape than you so to speak yeah and check <laughs> them out on Instagram I mean I had to back the the camera up for those who are watching live just to fit this man in the frame like, yeah dude he's looking pretty small so. <laughs> it's a small sweatshirt so. oh, extra medium I, I appreciate humble, I, so. I appreciate the plug for sure but you know Russ is you know he's 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 motivated me in many different ways but just going back to the whole you know, the dieting and, and all of that, you know, I struggled for a long time because I didn't want to lose weight and lose strength. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a man thing. It really is. <laughs> and I saw where I was able to lose weight, and get stronger. And that came about a different, couple different ways. My wife got really sick. So we changed the diet. You see here, the, the juicing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Hashtag it works. Plug. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought, how am I going to juice for 24 hours and you know, lose weight and get stronger? I was used to the bodybuilding diets, you know, eating a lot. And I was like, man, it's just, I kind of got sick of it, to be honest. You know, yeah. the broccoli and the chicken. One of my coworkers did uh juicing cleanse or juicing yeah. diet. And- yeah. So I do it. I do it once a week now. I initially started out with a three day cleanse, just to just just rock your body to see what you can do. Yeah. And then after that, I started doing a once a week. Uh, my wife juices for us uh, every Monday. We do it for twenty four hours. Wow. And I just see like a reset. Um, and I had to do it for myself before I could even say it like this or re- refer you to a juice shop because I feel like it's reset my appetite. The sugar cravings are gone. The bloat's gone. You know, you just don't crave those carbs, those heavy. You know, the burgers and the pizza. Oh, yeah. You know, there's moments. But there's, a, you know, for the most part, it just changed my taste buds. I can't say that will happen for everybody, but it happened for me. And because of it, I got to a point where I lost 33 pounds. Oh, wow. Know? So within, within you know, 12, 15 months, but steady. So in this last year, really, I really got down. Would you like so- to lift your shirt up for our viewers? <laughs> you know? Let me throw this in there. <laughs> no. think, and it's one thing that I don't, I don't think a lot of people really truly get or understand is that when you get off of, say, the fast food diet, not really saying that's a diet, but there are withdrawals. Totally. Now, it's for not sure. like withdrawals from, say, alcohol or anything, you know, other vices, but there are withdrawals nonetheless. Yeah. You'll get cravings in the middle of the day. And unexplained yeah. or just like shakes from needing those carbs or the sugars that they put in there. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, turning people on to juicing and, and anything that can help reset that, I think is a really good thing. Yeah, absolutely. We've, you know, we've even talked where we have moments where maybe we've ate something a little sugary or a little too much that next day or the next two days, it takes a while. Cause you're starting to, there's that craving that's yeah, there. You're so craving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just best to leave it out, man. <laughs> So what do you guys have going on? I know today you started a boot camp or did you re restart that for maybe the summer? But what other what other things do you guys have going on in the local area for our listeners? Yeah, so we we had a boot camp this morning. Um, we try to do boot camps, especially during the summer, um, maybe once a month. And we keep them uh, relatively small between, you know, 12 to 15 people. That way we can keep an eye on everyone, make sure that, uh, you know, form techniques correct so no one gets hurt. 
Um, boot camps are always fun. We do them here. We could do them. Uh, we've done beach boot camps, different locations. Um, also, um, from time to time, we do a seminars. Um, I've done a, a nutritional seminar. Um, I think was it November, December? Yeah, we're really well. We're going to revisit that. Um, also. I'm in contact with somebody that might be interested in coming and using our facility and talking to uh, moms who are currently pregnant or just had a baby and how that relates to fitness. Oh, nice. So trying to expand a little bit. Um, uh, also brought in somebody who does great uh, massage work on our last. Recovery is so important. If you're going to be you know, lifting weights and exercising, recovery is so important and chiropractic work. Kind of, again, being a facility or a knowledge base where we could refer people to. If you need some uh, great massage or adjustment or you're in this you know, uh, situation, here's the person is the best in our community that we can refer you to to keep you keep your whole body uh, feeling good, exercising, um, and just, yeah. You know. I, and just going along with that too, over the last year or so, I started doing lunch training. So you got those those moms and dads that, yeah, you like know, that 1130, so. 11.30 to 1 o'clock, whenever time frame you can come in, even if it's just 30, 35 minutes, let's get it out because, you know, I know if so many are running, dropping their kids and picking their kids and, you know, yeah. work and, so that's really nice. You know, if, if uh, ones are interested in that, please reach out. It's a Monday and Wednesday. Um, there's a good little crew in here right now that are solid. So it's nice to have that network. Uh, just going along with that thought, too, of expanding over the year. You know, it's that holistic approach, the whole uh, mind-body thing, you know. And, and I've reached out to actually a couple of doctors or friends of ours in L.A. They have reached out to us possibly coming this way. Um, it's, they, they call it muscle testing. So uh, muscle testing, we all have different blocks why we can't move past this stage, this stage, whether it's fitness or health, and they really help you out to get through those blocks. So we're able to refer that way because there's some things we just, it's not our, our niche. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys again for coming on to the, onto the podcast. And I want to thank the listeners out there for taking the time to listen. And if you made it this far, be sure to check me out on my Instagram. It is at Ramon underscore Campamore. That is C-A-M. P-O-A-M-O-R. You can send me any DMs with questions that you guys might have or any uh, topic suggestions. And again, thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. We'll look forward to our next. All right, you guys. Till next time. See ya.